song wondering where the lions are <laughs> that's really it man that's today isn't it the today's world where are you lions men women stand up be strong right that's it that's really it that's a great great song to talk about wondering where the lions are are you a lion or are you a sheep or a goat many goats out there today many goats just being like goatish <laughs> I don't know about you but I'm not gonna be goatish and I'm not talking about like the goat everybody knows who the goat is that's Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods I'm sure there's plenty of other ones but yeah the goat uh, we all know is Michael Jordan the original goat uh, of NBA basketball, but yeah, it's it's true. This song really kind of sparks the idea of who are you? Who are you? Are you a goat, or are you just some sheep following, or are you the real thing, man? Are you the lion? Right, that's what Jesus was, the lion of the tribe of Judah. He did not just um, follow. No, what did he do? Led. He led. So, I want to get into that today a little bit about leading. I want to get into today a little bit about um, a book review I just read. I just completed The Prodigal Prophet. The Prodigal Prophet by Timothy Keller. Recommended to me by a friend of mine, Brendan Saltvik. Okay. Okay. I was kind of skeptical, skeptical about this book, but we'll talk more about it. Love, love what it's done to my idea about self-righteousness. What it's taught me about, what the Lord taught me through this book. 
about Jonah, and about looking at other people. It's really a great read. Just, you know, I wasn't, like I said, I was skeptical. I wasn't into it. And then something just changed along the way. Something changed along the way. Also, lifting, um, I got the do weightlifting uh, workout today. So many reps, John North, my coach, John North. So many reps. What's going on with that? <laughs> let me just let me just read it out here. Well, welcome to the podcast, to Faith and Barbell Radio, or Faith and Barbells. Um, yeah, my name. I'm your host, Brian Neitch. Good to be back. It's been a couple weeks. A lot going on in my life, but I'm sure a lot going on in yours. It's good to take time and um, just, you know, get on, get your thoughts out there, talk about Jesus, talk about the gospel in all kinds of ways. Look at today. Bind the neck, jerk, that's great. Snatch low blocks, whatever. Nine by one. Snatch, uh, clean and jerk low blocks. And then dips. (laughs) Low blocks. (laughs) Who likes to do low blocks? Who likes low, any blocks, block work? Yeah, I know. Not me. No, no. Have you ever enjoyed block work? Sometimes. But not always. So today it's low blocks. And um, here at the house, I don't have blocks. Or even at Gold's. Um, I do lift sometimes at the Jones Inn for CrossFit. We have blocks there. But uh, Gold's doesn't have blocks. And I have I only blocks I have here are my weightlifting bumpers. I have a bunch of them. So that's what I'll be doing today. Thanks, do weightlifting. Very uh, block heavy. As John was saying, I heard him talking on the pot. His, he was saying how um, basically time to jump back in, man. Get the get the technique work going. That's good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, from the ground is fine. I love that too. From the blocks, are, it's it's probably necessary. You know, get your timing in the pull uh, when you pull into your hips or at your hips. And, um, and that's very important. Um, you know, not just, just pulling from the ground all the time from the classical lift of snatch, clean and jerk is great, but you got to mix it up. You can't just chug along doing the same exact thing over and over and over and over again. Right? You won't be, you'll fail. So, you can't, <laughs> yes, I did that. You can't just, uh, you can't just, you know, then the old sniper will get you. That's right. <laughs> How cheesy. I'm telling you, am I cheesy, guys? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, no, no, no. So yeah, you, yeah, you can't just you can't just do the the, the classical lifts. No, no, no. Because you you'll fail. If you'll fail, you'll get into a rut. You won't be able to sense. You won't be able to feel what you're doing wrong. And you, your normal will become wrong, and you won't know it. 
That's why you, that's why you do need someone looking at you. You do need a change up and, and go low blocks, mid blocks, high blocks, high hang, all that. If you don't have blocks, just use the high hang, the low hang. But it it gets you in different positions, and it gets you stronger. It gets the weight. You start from a dead stop at different positions, which gets you stronger. It gets the weight in different positions. Overall, it's just a, it's just a marvelous thing. So don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of the blocks, right? And great time to stop and just say, what's going on with our nation? Time we got to pray for our nation right now. This is Saturday the 30th, May 30th. And um, George Lloyd was murdered by a rogue police officer. Hateful police officer. I'm not even going to say his name. And George Lord was a man. It was a human being. And awful. They videoed the whole thing. The guy literally tortured and murdered him right there in public. It took eight or nine minutes for him to die. What a tragedy. Wake up, America. Love the black community. Hope, help the black community. Yeah, I'm not saying... Um, you know, there's, you know, there's just rampant killers everywhere all across the country. No, but in these situations, you need to speak out. And there, right, there are a lot of wonderful police officers. Most of them are. But there are bad people in every organization. There are bad ministers abusing the office of the, of the pastor. There are, I know, I've had, I've seen it firsthand in my life, in my family's life. Are all preachers bad? Are all pastors bad? No. Are all prophets bad who who miss God and, and prophesy in their own um, feelings? No. We're human. But that doesn't mean we don't stand up like Peter and Paul. You remember Paul stood up to Peter and said, no, 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 no. You don't do this. You don't, you don't cave your character. You don't compromise your character. Glory to God. You have to stand for what's right all the time. You stand for what's right. Right? That's part, bottom line. One of my favorite scriptures of all time. My mom showed me this one. And it's Micah 6.8. He has shown you, O oh man, what is good. What do you what does, does the Lord require of you but to do justly love mercy and walk humbly before God yeah do justly and that's not only just doing justly that's watching hearing people do justly with each other and not letting unjust works just go around rampant and if that's happening even if it's one-offs and five-offs and ten-offs and twenty-offs, stop it. Get a hold of it. If we don't, what happens? People people um, start to protest, and then others, and then that can lead to emotions getting out of control, and then rioting, people breaking things, destroying things, burning things, stealing things. Just more crime, more crime, more crime. Is it just? No, no, that's not correct to do. 
And were were they motivated by uh, certain events? I'm sure they were. Of course, it doesn't mean it was it's right. You don't condone them, but which is what happens, sadly. Out of control behavior like this, when people don't come against evil works, we need to come against evil works. There is a community. The black community is hurting. Minor, some minority communities are do get they're hurting by this, and as believers, we have to listen, pray, believe, stand strong, vote, change. And I'm not going to be political about this, but notice there are many, many Democrat-run areas are what's going on here. If that if that makes you look at how you vote or how you um. You know, how you see your values. Think, rethink it. Oh, I can't believe you said that. Yep, I did. Yes, I did. So wake up. <laughs> wake up. Where are the lions? It's just like, right? I'm wondering where the lions are. Me too, man. Me too. So what are you? A lion? Are you thinking about eternity? Yeah, I got. We gotta. We gotta find out. We gotta find out, man. So, this just makes you pause and think. Sometimes, where are you? Where are we at? Where are we at? And as believers, when one, when some believers are hurting. Others are hurting too. And we have to stand up for those people. Even if they're wrong in certain areas. Listen up. Love them. We've all been wrong. All of us. All of us. So, you know, that's the message. That's the micro message of the day. Um, let's get back to this book review. Because I really want to talk about this book review. Uh, the Prodigal Prophets. Yeah, he starts out okay. Um, he starts out pretty strong about the story of Jonah going through Jonah. Very good. I loved. I loved. I really enjoyed it. Not a bad way to talk. Uh, not a bad way to to uh, to read. He's a he's a great writer. I must say, he's a great writer. Articulate. Almost sounds like a some type of teacher. Really good at it. Really good at it. And goes on to explain the concept of justice and and righteousness and self righteousness and look at one kind of person looking at another kind of person really valid valid for today. But something I want you I wanted to point out. Um, quick read too. Quick read only was a couple hours. Uh, the Prodigal Prophet. Go check it out by Tim Keller. I'm, I'm I recommend it. It's probably, probably something I wouldn't reread several times. But it was, you know, quick read. Um, had, uh, like, it, let's see, how many chapters does it have? 15 chapters, but they're quick. They're quick chapters. A couple pages. And you, there's also an Audible book, Kindle book. Yeah, I highly recommend it. So, look what, something that he pointed out that just stuck with me. Check this out. Check this out. The guy here, 
pointing some stuff out. I want to show you in Noah. I mean Jonah. Jonah one. Now the Lord. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the son of Amotai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. Now Noah. Now remember Jonah. I keep saying Noah. Jonah is not just anybody. He is a prophet of God. He is the word of the Lord to the nations. He is an Israelite. Right? No, no, no. Yeah. He's definitely, uh, he's an Israelite. He's not just uh, a nothing. I mean, this guy is the prophet of the day. And he's a man of God. God uses him. but And nobody's perfect. This is what I'm trying to get at. We all have flaws, man. That doesn't make that doesn't mean you throw the guy out with the bathwater. It doesn't mean you throw certain individuals away just because they have flaws. Anyone can be taught. Anyone can change their views. Anyone can have love. But anyone can have hate too. I want you to notice the hate Jonah had for the people in Nineveh. Arise, he says, verse two, go to Nineveh. This is God saying to, to, to Jonah. And cry against it. Their wickedness has come upon me. Jonah then, Jonah then rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. And went down to Joppa and found the ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went down to Tarshish to get away from the presence of the Lord. <laughs> so, did you hear that? Yeah, we know the story, but... That's all you know is God spoke to Jonah, says, listen, go tell these people they're wicked. Go tell them that God's judgment is coming. Go tell them I don't want them to be wicked. And Jonah basically is saying, no, these are evil people. I don't like them. They're bad people. They need to be punished. They need, um, they need to be destroyed and kicked off this earth or whatever extreme. And he wants these people to be hurt. He wants, Jonah wants these people to be attacked. He wants these people to, to be persecuted. And isn't that just like us as humans? We want revenge. We want people to pay. We want people to suffer. Don't we? That's what we do. Well, well, what are you going to do about it? Do you do you continue and, and let people and get the people to suffer? Do you do you do you push for for uh, pain and sorrow to others? Examine yourself. At least when I when I do these these uh, messages, it's really about examining ourselves, right? This is a day to day process. When you listen to a podcast, when you listen to a, a TV show, when you listen to somebody's radio show, when, yeah, like this one, this radio show. I you have to you have to ask yourself, review yourself. And I'm I'm not you know I'm not perfect either. <gasps> what? <laughs> yes, I'm not perfect. 
But uh, neither are you, man. Neither is anyone. So you have to constantly review yourself. Take notes. You know, that's what, that's what wise and successful people do. The Bible says that a wise man accepts reproof. He doesn't frown on it. He doesn't look down on it. But what does a, a, um, a fool do? Puts their nose up and says, I'm not accepting that. I'm not listening to you. I know my life. Oh, Micah 6.8 again. But what does the Lord require you to do justly, to love mercy, walk humbly before God? That's not a humble walk. No. Humble walk says, thank you for telling me. I can't see the flaw on my backside. I can't see the flaw on my right side. But you pointed it out to me and now I can see it. Hey. Hey, sometimes you need to sit down. Good friend of mine, Pastor Courtney Beard. Great man of God. Loves the Lord. When a couple years ago, when there was some police violence or excuse me, there was some violence against uh, one or two people in the black community. And, you know, the police brutality issue came up, etc., etc. We sat down and had a, a, a good two or three hour coffee uh, session together and just talked and talked about the issues, talked about point of views, talked about feelings. And... Man, that both of our eyes were opened. It's not just a one-sided road. And those are oftentimes, the, that's the mercy of God entering into each other's lives through each other. You don't learn by getting by yourself or getting with your own people or getting with your own echo chamber, right? You learn, you explore, you grow by getting with other people, other folks who have different concepts, different ideas, different ways of life, different experiences, different backgrounds. And this is the mercy of God that you're hearing. God's mercy goes with you when that happens. When you're merciful to others, when you're humble before God, not my way or the highway. I know the right way. No, 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 no. You back up and you let the word of God penetrate your heart through with other people, through other people. You have other people communicate the word of God through them to you. And he'll do that. He'll Every time you open yourself up and allow God to speak through other people, because that's how he does it. Other people. Newsflash. Newsflash. Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it. He uses other people. <laughs> and 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 then uh, verse. I want to look at chapter four. But but it displeased. Well, first of all, the story is the whale came and and, uh, and the sailors found him uh, guilty, right? No one even Jonah even said, "I am guilty." God sent this to to kill to kill us, kill me. But you're in the way, so they threw him overboard. The whale ate him up, saved Noah, so Jonah spit him out. Right? And then he was like, the word of the Lord came again and said, Jonah, go. For the second time, go to Nineveh. 
preach to him. Preach to you, I bid, he says. So then Jonah finally woke up, said, and he rose and went to Nineveh according to the word of God. Right? And Nineveh, and, and, and at Nineveh, he cried out and said, Listen, God's going to destroy you. Turn from your ways. Repent. Turn around. Sure enough, they all did. And God did not destroy Nineveh, the wicked place it was. It changed. That's a great thing. But look at verse chapter 4, verse 1. What did Jonah, what did Jonah in his self-righteous, unmerciful ways say? But it displeased Jonah exceedingly. And he was very angry. And he prayed unto the Lord. I pray thee, Lord, was not this my saying when I yet was in my country? Therefore I fled before you unto Tarshish. For I knew that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger, great in kindness, and repentant of the evil that you were going to put on people. Meaning, he, he would stop and turn around. Because they repented. Now that is our God. Therefore I, Lord, I beseech you, take my life. For it is better for me to die than it is for me to live. He's saying, I want these people executed. And this is not God's heart. These are heathens in the, in the eyes of God. Meaning, separate from God. Evil doers. The child sacrifice. We're talking sexual immorality. On and on, I can go down the list of a, the, the, what Nineveh was. It was a cesspool of sin and degradation. But God's mercy rules. Hands down. And people like Jonah are still out there wanting God's uh, hand, hammer of justice, or excuse me, hammer of of, of um execution to strike them down and that is not god's way yes people get should be punished yes things should happen you 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 uh, live by the seed you sow you reap what you sow all the time but god's heart is not for evil people to be slayed slain and put into hell. Trashed. Destroyed. Done away with. He does not want that. He wants all to be saved. That's God's heart. Let's read it again. He says, I fled because I knew that you are a gracious God. Merciful. Slow to anger. Great of kindness. Great in kindness. And repentant. Of your the evil you are going to give them, the way it says it here is in the King James is a little crazy, and repent, re, repentest thee of the evil, meaning you he he would repent of the evil of destroying the city of Nineveh, which is a great city by the way, meaning big and and huge, and vast, wealthy, but full of sin, full of degradation, full of sexual immorality, all types of abuse. All types of injustices. 
against women and young children and old people and, and everything. But God's heart is towards the people. He realizes that there is an enemy out there spurring on hate, spurring on evil. And he goes to, to Job and he said, jo Jonah rather, God, no, Job, Noah, what else? Am I going to say Abraham? I'm going to say them all. He goes to Noah, Jonah. He goes to Jonah and says clearly, I am not that kind of guy. Nineveh, I want to save. And he did. The, the the judgment of the Lord did not come down on Nineveh in a bad way. It came down on a good way. I'm looking at your heart, Nineveh. I'm looking at your heart. And change your heart. Turn your life from its evil. And everyone from the king all the way down to the smallest animal fasted and got before God. Changed. Change. There was a couple lessons in there, but then uh, many lessons. But I wanted to point out that God does not is not into self righteousness. He's not into you're judging other people. You're not in their situation. Now, as is in no way, shape, or form do I believe, and even well, let's just pull it back right now to the current day. Is rooting, looting, rioting. Destroying, theft, burglary, etc., etc. That's awful. And those people should be, yes, punished. Those people should be um, should be brought to justice. Yes, those people should be, be paid back. All kinds of stuff. Like how many lives are being impacted? H hundreds of, of uh, hundreds of um, businesses through all these cities. Just the just economic damage of, I mean, all all kinds of, of things are happening. Is that good? No. No. None of that's good. But we but mercy is what we need to think about. Grace is what we need to think about. Stop the hate. Stop the violence, and then think mercy. Then think love. That's what we do as believers. We take up God's mantle. We take up his characteristics. But no, I do not condone. I come I come against what's going on right now. This this lot rooting as the as as many people have said in the past. This is thuggish mindset. Yes, people might have started with this idea that, you know, oh, I, I, you need to hear me. There's an injustice going on. With the police and George Lloyd and 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 so on, but uh, do do we destroy? <laughs> no, no, that's strife. Every evil work, where there's envy and strife, there's confusion in every evil work. Well, I come against the strife in Minnesota and all around the United States. I come against it in Jesus' name. And I come against it in my family and in my neighborhood. Glory to God. That's what we have to do. Come against that. But it's a touchy time. You got to handle this with, with love, man. You not go, go straight to judgment. Of course, if someone is, is, um, is coming at your business and at your home, about to steal, loot, murder, 
whatever pillage. No, you stop that with every fiber in you. I'm, that's what you know. No, you whatever means possible. You you counteract that activity and you protect what's yours and your family. Hundred percent. That's what God has. I mean, do you, do you not remember the gospel where it said that Jesus told his people, if you don't have a sword, go sell your clothes and buy one? And you, you guys think guns aren't important, weapons aren't G Jesus exactly promoted protection of your family, protection of your, your lives. So don't get me wrong. But what he doesn't like is people the way Jonah was. I believe Jonah's changed. I believe he's he sees. You know, it's kind of you kind of leave it at a cliffhanger. You know, right? You kind of left that at a cliffhanger. Let's read the end here, chapter four. Then, and Jonah said to God, "Do you, do you do well to be angry for the gourd?" He says, "I do well to be angry." He said, "And I do well to be angry unto death." This is Jonah. And then the Lord said, "Thou hast had pity on the ground for which." Thou hast not labored. I'm talking about the gourd. Neither made you grow. He goes, and should I have not spared Nineveh? Is what God said. The great city, wherein are more than six score thousand persons that cannot discern between their right hand and their left, and also much cattle. <laughs> we so we're at, we're left at a at a cliffhanger here. God says, should I have not I should I have not spared these people? I mean. There's so many people who can't who can't discern good and evil yet. Or the cattle. Or the horses. He goes, I am a merciful God. Did Jonah change? I do believe so. I think I think this is the example. Jonah, man of God. I mean, God's teaching us. He's teaching Aunt Jonah here. He's teaching Jonah that there should be um Yes, there's consequences, but there's also there's also repentance. And mercy, you don't just strike down everybody out there. Like what's going on around the United States right now. You don't just strike down every police officer. Or you don't just strike down everyone uh, in the streets that, are, uh, that uh, seem to be either protesting or looting. Protesting is great. We should, we should march to, a, to City Hall. We should march around the city. March in, in front of the police stations. If, if you feel to get your words out. That's exactly what you need to do. Make a stand. Say something. Do something. Throw sticks and rocks and, and shoot and throw fireballs? No. That's different. But getting your word out is definitely important. But that's merciful. That's humble. That means you know God is, is, is on your side acting. You don't take arms against other people on purpose. That's, that's for defense. That's for self-defense and defending your brothers and your sisters and your, your people and your country, if need be. But self-righteousness. Jonah said, felt like his people were better and his people deserved repentance. His people deserved God's mercy. He felt like Nineveh they were godless and they don't deserve mercy. They don't deserve repentance. And they don't deserve uh, the grace of the Lord. That's not God's heart. 
there's a movement about out there about skin color and, and Christianity and how Jesus only came for a certain race or something like that. You know? No! He came exactly right here. He came for all. He came for those who will hear him, turn from their wicked ways. Then he will hear their land. Right, Romans five does or excuse me, Romans three doesn't say that only you, a certain person, can have salvation. Doesn't say that. It says we all should have salvation. Every last one of us. Let's read it here. Romans three. Therefore, by the deeds of the law. Shall all shall, shall shall no flesh be justified? By the law is the knowledge of sin. Verse twenty one, Romans three twenty one. But the righteousness of God without the law has been manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all that believe. For there is no difference. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ, or Christ Jesus, the Anointed One, and His anointing has redeemed us. That sacrifice, the anointing of God, and His sacrifice, Redeemed us all. So let's read that once more. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith, meaning your place in God's family, it's been brought to all. Right? It's up on unto all and upon all them that believe. And then it qualifies that statement, saying, For all have sinned. And fallen short of the glory of God. So I just want to bring this back. We all need the Savior. We all need mercy. We all need His hope. And none of us need to uh, be the judge and jury of a certain group of people. Because you don't like them. That's not God's heart. That is not God's heart. And that's the story of Jonah, man. This prodigal prophet, the book I read, it's a great, it was a great read. Great read. So go read it and reread the book of Jonah. It's, an, it's fascinating. If you just, if you really pull it apart, Jonah, is there's so many tidbits that are just like, all these people are just like us. They're, so, they're, just, they're not special. They're just people who believe God. And they're just like me and you. They have their worries, their doubts, their fears, their faiths, their victories, their failures. They love folks, they hate folks, they learn, they change, they grow, just like me and you. So if any of this, you're mad at me, you're like, I can't believe you said that. Go back and listen. Yeah, am, am I right? I believe that's what the God is saying to us. Through Jonah, through the time, this time, don't look at people and start judging them. Just because of who that you think they are. Never condone the actions, but love the people. Right? Of course. R rapists, murderers, abortionists, you know, the 
the people who are promoting that stuff. Margaret Sanger. Look her up. Those people, you, you, you condemn their actions. You offer them hope, repentance, Jesus, the way out. And you know what? They might have to suffer the consequences here on earth of um, what they've done. Jail, even the, the, um, the death penalty, all that. I'm, not, I'm, I'm for that. I'm for those things. Sometimes those things have to play out. But the forgiveness and the mercy of God for eternal judgment. Man, he doesn't want eternal judgment on any man. He wants eternal life on all men, not death. So get out of your box. If you're thinking, all these people in Nineveh were evil. Yeah, I, I'm with Jonah. <laughs> I mean, some people do. No, no, no. Back up. Think about it. What if you were in Nineveh and you didn't know about the Lord Jesus? You didn't know about God's grace, but you were you hope one day someone would have come to you and shared that message. And that's the way we got to do it. That's why we evangelize. That's why we share the gospel, the good news. That's it. It's all about that. Sharing the good news. Sharing the hope that there's a better way. There's a better way. So that's the book review. That's uh, the prodigal prophet. Pretty, pretty well done. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Let's see what this one is. Okay, that's, that's 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 what Jonah wanted. He was like, God, give them. <laughs> Strike them down, God. <laughs> the thunder. So, uh, so yeah, man, that's it. That's it. That's today. That's today. Crazy. It's always been crazy, man. There's always been this stuff. There's always been this stuff. And and watch out for people antagonizing other other groups of people antagonizing the black community or the lower income communities. Or even even the um the the police communities to go against other people. There's are there are antagonizing people. The, the Soros, George Soros is out there who want uh who want race a race war. And what's really bothering me right now is affecting ministers, good ministers, who are who are bringing, who are, are pulling us apart, saying uh, blacks versus white, or certain types of black people versus certain types of black people. Watch out! I saw this guy hashtag. Uh, well, I'm telling you, pray for the unity of our people, the unity of the Christians. The unity of our communities together. And speak that out. Speak unity. We have to have communication and unity together. That's the only way over this, this hump. If we all separate and segregate ourselves, that's, that's wrong. We're, that's, we're in trouble. That's a, hate, that's a hateful thing. You cannot... You cannot do this on your own. You have to go arm in arm with people. You have to go hand in hand. Beautiful thing I saw. Three different cultures protecting 
um, in Minneapolis, this one man's um, pawn shop. And then there was a hair and there was a nail shop next to it and something else. Several it was an Asian guy, white guy, black guy. Several of the uh, uh, several of those guys, all hand in hand, armed, armed to the teeth, protecting these these uh, shop owners. Beautiful. That's and that needs to that needs to permeate into other areas of protection. The George Lloyd situation, those people should have rushed that cop and stopped him from killing George Lloyd. If I was there, no way would I have been standing by like those people who filmed it. I would have been in jail, shot, who knows, but you, you don't murder someone innocently. Yes, innocently in the fact that he was handcuffed and under control, and they murdered him. I don't care what you think. I don't care what the angles may portray in your eyes. I would have pushed my way through. I'm not a small person either. 109 plus, baby. So, anyway, that's today. That's today. That's the world. Um, I think I'm going to go lift. I think it's time. I have the tiger, baby. I have the tiger. So, so to wrap it up, <laughs> you have to remember, um, there is really only one uh, thought today, and that's Micah 6-8. This is what it all boils down to. Red circle, baby. It all boils down to this. What does the Lord require of you? Huh? What do you think? Oh, take a moment. The last few moments of today's uh, message. Today's radio podcast. What do you think? How are you living your life? Well, this is it. This is the template. This is the template. Do justly. Love mercy. And walk humbly with your God.